0: Hey friends, this is Hannah Wedger, an agriculture teacher in St. Paul, Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes, and I'm here to talk all things agriculture education related. Curriculum, classroom management, FFA, career development events, SAEs, and whatever else you want to hear about. It's basically me sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with all of you. So let's dig in. morning friends. I am joining you um, from my classroom. I got to school early and I've had some questions about summative and formative work and so I wanted to do a quick episode on what that looks like in my classroom. Uh, So for those of you who do not know uh, summative work okay so formative and summative is what we use at our school and the school that I work at formative work is work that students do to learn content summative work is work that students do to show their learning um, and to show what they have learned okay so at our school uh, formative work is 30% of their grade and summative work is 70% of their grade so it's weighted in at our school Um, And so when you're thinking about assignments, it's helpful to kind of think of it in that sense of summative and formative. So what are students doing um, as formative work to be able to learn the content? And what are they doing as summative work to be able to show what they've learned? And the um, kind of what made me want to do this podcast today was that I was entering in grades and checking in with students before our um, parent-teacher conferences. And I had quite a few students that were struggling in the formative work area, um, and mainly struggling that they didn't turn it in, that they did not complete it. So I was feeling frustrated because formative work is work that typically, I mean, I would say 90% of the time, we are doing in class. Um, students often don't have homework in my class, um, so it's stuff we've done in class. Oftentimes, we've reviewed it either prior, um, or we at the end will review the content and what they should have, or what are like some of the answers that they should have. Um, what are the some of the things that they should have? Um, what are some of the outcomes that they should have gotten at the end of the um, at the end of the lesson? So it's so interesting to me when students have missing work because then, you know, there are a few different reasons, I think, why they could have missing work. One is that maybe they were just absent, which is a conversation that should be had. Um, I had multiple students that were like, well, I was gone for that assignment. And so then it was the conversation of, yeah, but you still need to complete the work. (laughs) Um, And so that looks like you coming and asking me, what work do I need to complete? I was gone yesterday uh another reason that frustrates me more than anything is off task behavior or just laziness um and i think there's a variety of reasons for both off task behavior and laziness but uh it's something that just frustrates me and i need to i need to figure out how to deal with it a little bit better but um the conversation that I had with students yesterday was the okay were you here or not here you were here okay so what kept you from completing this assignment or what kept you from finishing this assignment Um, and some students were honest like I was talking to so-and-so and and I just didn't um, you know I I didn't complete my assignment I was off task and other students it was like kind of like the blame game Uh, So we just had a conversation like if you're not understanding the content, what are some things that you can you can do? Well, I can ask my partner. Okay, good. What else can you do? Well, if they don't know, I could probably ask you. Absolutely. Um, And so kind of building off of like those self advocacy skills and like that conversation of if you're not getting it in class, if you're feeling distracted, if you're, you know, whatever it might be, if you're feeling distracted, let's find a different spot in the classroom for you to wait and work. Let's have you work in the back room. Let's have you work in the hallway. Um, if you are, you know, just not having a good day, let's chat and let's make a plan for you turning it in within the next day or two. Um, so, try, I mean, I feel like those self-advocacy skills are like so huge and one of those really big things that we are trying to um, trying to build with those kiddos as they kind of work through um, those, work through building the skills and um, being advocates for themselves. So, summative is, um, can be a variety of different things. So, summative work is work that they're showing what they know. So, it could be a test, it could be a quiz, It could be a group project. It could be a presentation. It could be a podcast. It could be a video or a voice recording. It could be a worksheet that they've completed that maybe they had to fill in the answers or maybe um, they were using their notes to be able to show what they've learned. Um, so those can all be summative assignments. Um, and I find that our students, like, it's, it's kind of interesting to see when students are behind and have a lot of missing work and the thought process of like, okay, well, what's the summative stuff? Cause I want to try and do that first. Um, and I would say I see this more with our students who have IEPs and have extra time to work on stuff. Um our work school has a policy that work can only be accepted three days late uh, and then it it will no longer be accepted the first day it's 10% off 20% off the uh, second day and 30% off the third day Um, and so that kind of helps with some of the missing work but again there's always rule exceptions to that rule and so if I've had a student who has communicated that they want to have a few extra days or they have a you know big exam in another class can they turn this in tomorrow um all of that stuff i'm willing to work with to a certain extent so yes um the idea between formative and summative i really like and i think it is helpful for our students to be able to get that like frame of mind um, or that mind frame that like formative work is work that we're doing to learn. So it's okay if you make mistakes. It's okay if it's not 100% correct. What I am looking for is that you tried. What I am looking for is that you are and developing skills that you're learning content and that you're making improvements and so i think that's something that we really stress here as a school and do a nice job of and then that form or the summative work is really cool to be able to say yep this is summative so you should be able to know this stuff you should be able to look in your notes you should be able to give me a summary uh and really put emphasis on this is stuff that you should have learned um, and so you need to use your resources to be able to complete the assignment. Um, so that is my formative and summative. It is not super fancy, but. You just finished listening to Egg with Miss Wedger, where I'm sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with each of you. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned a little bit more about our topic for today. Visit my Instagram at Mrs. Wedger to follow along on my daily journey as an agriculture teacher, a wife, and a mama at two. If you have any questions or ideas on topics you want me to dig in and cover, or if you, yeah, you want to be a guest, you can send me an email at agwithmisswedger at gmail.com. I hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye, everybody.